The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 405 of the Green Industry Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. We talk about best practices specifically for lawn care, landscaping, hardscaping businesses, which is called the green industry. So I know that's like a popular phrase now, the green, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But for a long time, we as lawn bros know the green industry is cutting that grass and making that cash, landscaping, you know, outdoor remodeling around the home, things of that nature. So if you own a lawn care, landscape, hardscape business, or you're thinking about joining one, you're in the right place. Now, typically each show will have a topic and sometimes we'll do interviews where we'll hear guys' story of how they started their business, what they learned along the way. And then we like to spice it up every now and again and really dive into the details of a specific component of how we can improve our business. And so we've talked on many episodes about security in regards to equipment. For example, at night, where do we store our equipment? Is it in a storage unit? Is it in a shop? Is it in our garage? And there's been so many different stories of where there have been thieves that have attempted or have ended up stealing equipment, trucks, trailers, things of that nature. And so what I want to do on today's show is not necessarily talk about security from our actual tools and equipment. But on the business side of our business, how do we have security with our emails, with our websites, with our customer information, with the way that we operate our business from the various business communications internally within our company and then externally with our customers, future customers, things of that nature. And so it's going to be a fun interview talking about security. Thank you to today's show sponsor, Smart Rain. We appreciate them linking arms with us here at the Green Industry Podcast. And to help me chat security, especially cybersecurity, uh, Andrew Edwards and Michael Abernathy are going to join me as well and share their expertise. So without further ado, here's my chat with Michael and Andrew about how we can keep our businesses safe and secure. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We have Andrew Edwards here. Hey. And Michael Abernathy. What's up, guys? And we are going to talk about some security in our businesses. You guys have all kinds of stories of people being hacked and it really uh, affecting their business. And so we're going to learn from their mistakes and learn what to do, what not to do in today's episode. So take it away. Cool. Um so believe it or not, hacking is actually a big issue for websites and small businesses. Um, hackers specifically target small businesses 
And um, Andrew's about to lay you guys down with some numbers. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Uh, so 30,000 websites are hacked every single day. 30,000. A lot of those are small business sites, small blog sites. And that's because security is not really a focus for smaller websites. They say, hey, why would we get hacked? It turns out that's one of the main targets for hackers. Because they know Chuck and the truck's going to spend minimal amount on his website. He's not going to have that thing beefed up the way that maybe Amazon, you know, invest in their security system. Yes, 100%. And so as a result, you have a lot of websites that are taken down or you have a lot of websites that are put out commission, or you have a lot of websites that now are displaying something else. Um, like we had um, a lady who owned a call service company. So she had an answering service company. She had called us just a small business and her website had been hacked. And instead of, um, instead of her website being up, a pornography site was showing and it was like, that's her brand. You type in, um, I can't remember the name, but you type in www.callmecompany.com and pornography shows up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of horror stories. Yeah. I don't know if we need to tell all the horror yeah, stories. I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Like one guy got the Taliban that uh, hacked his site as like a jihadist type messaging and stuff. And he had a diamond company. So I guess they thought, you know, we'll hold it ransom. We'll make a few thousand dollars yeah. in the process. Did they? Uh, no, we, we were actually able, uh, it wasn't us. We weren't able, who, who he, he was working with somebody else and they yes. were able to recover his site. I believe he didn't end up paying the money. We don't believe negotiating with terrorists, <laughs> so we don't do that. <laughs> um, but there's usually ways to block them out and then clean out the site so that you have a, you know, you can recover where you had in a previous safe state, but some customers don't take backups. Backups is the number one way to, to stay safe and security. So that way you can roll back and restore a previous working version. Um, there've been some sites that we've come across where we've taken backups. The customer wasn't asking us to. And then later a year down the road, they got hacked and then we had to restore their site to a year previous. Cause they were like, Oh my gosh, you have a backup. Thank you. We have no backups of anything, um, which is normal. So um, backups are really important for security. And we know you guys aren't thinking about this. That's why we're saying it just to help bring you guys some value, just some other things to consider. Um, like Andrew said, backing up is huge. Making sure the site is pretty much updated, patched. But the other one, the other number one cause for hacking and security breaches is old, undeleted emails from old employees. Yes. Huge. Yeah. And you just mentioned we're not thinking about this as lawn care landscape professionals. We're thinking of protecting the backpack blower, the mower, and uh, the truck and the trailer. We had Paul Capote. He's from Miami. He is the owner at uh, Paul's General Landscaping, PGL, shout outs, Paul, uh, down there in Miami, Florida. And he was at the Home Depot one day and his team was in the backyard. They were doing an installation and he had a pickup truck there and he had a open trailer on the pickup truck and then a brand new right big lawnmower uh, standards, brand new. I don't know if it was eight or nine or tw I don't know what version he had, but almost 10 grand or if you had the bigger one it would have been more than wow. that on the trailer so the guys are in the backyard working and they were like i need to get a tool out of the truck and they go into the front yard and the truck's not there and the trailer's not there and the mower's not there so oh. they call paul and they said hey you know when you coming back we need to get the stuff he's like what are you talking about and they said well, the trailer we need you know we need to get the tools 
And he's like, well, I, you know, long story short, he's like, you guys are joking with me, right? And they're like, no, there's no trucks here. And wow. so Paul comes back from the Home Depot and his truck was stolen. His trailer was stolen and his brand new mower was stolen. Wow. Man. And he wow. didn't have insurance on his equipment. It was stolen, brand wow. new. Man. And so we can relate to, to things of that nature. I, I, you know, I could tell story after story after story of the theft that we've gotten in the natural with our equipment. Even a friend of mine had a blower stolen for father's day. His wife and kids got him a new blower, $600 blower. And then he's in the front yard and his, uh, the first blower got stolen at Publix. He just left it in the bed and went into Publix in Hamilton Mill, Georgia. Mm. Community, you know, you guys yeah. familiar? Yeah. Yep. You think it's a safe community? Comes mm. back, his blower's gone. Then he gets his wife and kids, get him a new blower. He's in the front yard and his, um, the, his trailer's down so the mower can go back on it. And so the thieves knew if we took it, he's going to have to load back up. So they, he's in the yard, front yard working, and they come up, take it out of the bed of his truck while he's watching and then they, you know, he couldn't catch him because they just drove off. And by the time he would load his trailer back, you know, put the tailgate back up, they were gone. Wow. Just like that. Stolen, stolen. Wow. And so you mentioned, Michael, that we're not thinking about how can someone steal us? You know, we're just thinking of our physical equipment, but not our customers information and all of our um information to run our business. And the brand. So like if you have a pornography site, like what I was bringing up. You're, it's ruining your reputation, which means your phone calls are being affected. Your emails are being affected. Repeat business is being affected. The same thing with your customer information. Like how much money is that worth to you guys? How much money comes in your front door because of your reputation or because of the customer data you have? And, um, and it's really important to take steps and to have measures in place to make sure that stuff is protected. Yeah. And you mentioned on the laptop, some guys just save their password. So then someone can open it up and, and be right in and take all your stuff. So I want to hear about that coming up, but um, we need, it's time that we uh, hear from today's show sponsors. You guys are putting me through broadcasting school with these segues. What do you got today? <laughs> it's time to make like Paul Blart and get on that segue. <laughs> the mall cop? No, yeah, I know. Yeah. I saying, I I've never we seen might, it. We might need to call okay. the law on that pun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Attention commercial landscapers. Smart Rain is proud to announce a partner referral program. At Smart Rain, our mission is to add value to everything that we do. With this in mind, we have created a product that not only saves time and money for your clients, but for your company as well. The best part of the partner program is you get paid for making your job easier. Smart Rain's smart sprinkler controllers will help save your customers money by reducing irrigation costs up to 30 to 50%. It allows you to manage all of your properties from the convenience of your smart device using the most advanced weather-based system on the market. Call 877-346-3333 or visit smartrain.net to take advantage of our partner referral program and set up a meeting with one of our business development managers to learn how you can participate. Hey friends, Paul here, and I want to share with you about our Know Your Numbers e-training. Would you like to improve the performance in your business by understanding the important financial factors for operating a profitable business? 
Well, in our new e-training, Know Your Numbers, I share the details of how to price jobs, collect money from your customers, and really understand the nitty gritty details to make sure your business is growing its profits. You can get this new e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. The Green Industry Podcast continues with the author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Here's Paul Jamison. All right, fam, we are back here with Andrew and Michael talking about how we can uh, cyberspace secure our business. And, you know, Michael, or pardon me, Andrew, you were um, sharing something that guys will have their laptop open and then they'll just go to Gmail or whatever they're logging into, uh, whatever the login is. And then there's the password right there like that. Right. Auto saved. That's, that's not safe. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If, if you just have like your, um, on your Google account, for example, you can just say automatically save the password. So whenever I'm in my browser, just every password auto populates, but then that can be okay. But as long as you have layers of security before that. So if there's no layer of security, like somebody opens up their laptop and there's not a password set, and this is a business operations laptop or computer, then that's an issue. So then somebody could theoretically just steal your laptop, open it up, turn it on, and they've got access to everything. And the email is where it starts, but if they have access to everything else automatically without having to send all the reset passwords, they can come in and do a lot of damage real fast. And um, we just encourage um, good passwords, not simple passwords, not 8675309 or however that song goes. Or password 123. Yeah, or password 123. We had one guy who, who used that password for everything because, you know, we, we work with different businesses. They help, they let us in and we work on their technology. So he used that password for everything and I needed access and... I was like, man, what's your password? And he and he sang it to me, I think. So I was like, man, that's in like the top 50 most hacked. Then there's a list of like top 50 most hacked passwords. One, two, three. Yeah. Password, password one, one, two, two three. three. Did I, someone just use the word password? Yep. That's the <laughs> most common. So, so that's the most common password. That's Chuck. Another really bad password <laughs> is your email address as your password, which happens. Oh. Or just the yes. first part of your email address which would be like, you know, Jameson management company or management group as a password would be a really bad password because a hacker is going to try that kind of stuff first as a, and that's called brute force hacking where they're just trying to muscle their way in, just try a bunch of passwords. Who are these people? They're just normal people. I mean, (laughs) they're people, they're people. uh, A lot of people are in third world countries and this can actually be very profitable for them uh, to hack, to hold different um, parts of your company hostage to access bank accounts, do different types of microtransactions and things without people noticing. Cause can I throw something yeah. in there too? A lot of times it's not just, Hey, you know, I have my um, email password saved. I've got my bank info saved. I've got the business bank info saved. Hey, a lot of um, browsers and computers ask, do you want to save this card? And a lot of people say yes. And so you don't have a good password just on the front of your laptop. That causes big issues big issues. And the other thing too, is like the website, like a lot of people make their website, they've had their website, it's been built, whatever. What are you guys doing to keep it safe? Cause cool. It's built in, right? It's like your house, your house got built. Well, did you put locks on the front doors? Most likely. Yes. Do you have locks on your website? Most likely no. So true. So true. And you think about your Apple phone or your Android phone, you get an update notification every couple of weeks. You need to update these apps 
and I don't, I don't know if this like makes sense for someone who's not like a programmer, but like you think about all code and programming, it's all really sloppily put together. That's the truth behind programming and code. Like the code behind your phone, the code behind different applications is not quality. Don't think of it that way. Think of it like spaghetti. And so programmers are coming along and they're saying, wow, we made this one way a month ago and we shipped it and it looks nice on the outside, but on the inside, it's got security breaches. And so we need to go back through and patch the different security breaches. And that's why a lot of people are getting updates on their phones. It's the same with the website, different code and different things needs to be updated because there's security problems. And so that's a a common thing that I think a lot of business owners may not be thinking about that'd be worth talking about more. Yeah. It'd be worth it for you guys to reach out to whoever developed your site and talk to them about this. If you guys got one. So, and then also delete old emails. You got employees leaving, get rid of that stuff. That is like your employees go back into it. could log in. Um, hackers actually use old emails as a way to gain information to break into the rest of your company. Yep. Um, a good friend of ours, he does it and security for majors companies. And, um, at points in different times, this costs major companies hundreds of millions of dollars if they get ransomware. Wow. Hacked. And so this mm. is like one of the things they do is major security for companies. And then you guys got to think your blower is expensive, right? The mower, 600 bucks. Is a yeah. Blower, yeah. Well, think about it. If you get hacked and then all of a sudden you got pornography up for four months, cause you don't know when was the last time you looked at your website? Wow. How many customers did you lose? Way more than 600 bucks, way more. Mm-hmm. So it's important to think about this stuff. And I know that this might not be y'all's wheels house. That's okay. Just giving you some knowledge to help you guys fight this battle. Cause there are people out there, like Andrew said, it, there are a lot of them from third world countries. It's worth their time and effort to do this. And they wouldn't do it if it didn't worked. Yeah. So true. So true. And another thing to think about too, depending on the website platform, I don't want to get too technical, but your platform can make a big difference in what kind of security your site might need, what kind of updates your site might need. So all those questions are things you can talk with your developer about. If you developed it yourself, you probably didn't use WordPress, but if you did use WordPress and you're not thinking about updates or security, WordPress is one of the, it's the biggest platform for making websites. It's the most customizable and it's the most common, but it's also the most highly targeted by hackers. Mm. So if you happen to know that your word, your website's on WordPress, then that's definitely something to, to look into. Cool. Well, thank you guys uh, for bringing the value today. It definitely got me thinking how I can make sure all of my information has those layers and and, uh, security along the way. Is there anything else that I missed? No, I think this is good. Yeah, this is really good. Cool. Great start. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for your time. Thanks, Paul. Well, thank you to Smart Rain for sponsoring today's episode. And I want to let you guys know about something exciting that we have over at the Green Industry Podcast.com. This has been literally 10 years in the making, and it's our latest edition of the Pricing Matrix. And so this is the actual document, and this thing is robust and awesome now. 10 years ago, it was simple, and it took me a long time to figure out what am I actually earning per man per hour for the various properties and things of that nature. And so over the years, the spreadsheet 
has been updated and upgraded and, and really uh, turned into a something that you type in the job input, such as what time you get to a property, what time you clock out of that property, how many employees are on that property, what are you charging that property? You, you put in the basic information and then we created a formula that will go to work for us so that we can know exactly on that property what am I earning per man hour? And then the formula, the spreadsheet will also look at what we're currently charging the customer and it will show us our, our current stats. And then it will also show what our suggested rate should be for us to hit our man per hour goal. And so you input all your job information one time and then you know as you progress um, with that account, and then what happens is it, the, the formula will show you, wow, you actually should be charging $57 for that account if you want to be earning $60 per man hour, whatever your numbers are. So it's called the pricing matrix. It's very, very simple and organized, as simple and organized as you're going to get with a big nerdy spreadsheet to really help you know your numbers. And uh, it's now available. It's called the pricing matrix. So it's a, it's a huge old spreadsheet that over the years has been improved, improved, improved. And then the, the icing on the cake was Dr. Frank Holloman. He really helped me. He's, he's done so much with spreadsheets in his physicist work. I hope I said that right, Dr. Frank. He's a smart guy. He's a scientist that, that really knows spreadsheets. And I showed him what I had and he made it even better. And uh, anyway, we made now made it template based so you can plug and play your customer information, your goals into the spreadsheet. And then it will show you how you're performing, how you can perform better. And uh, it's all available at the greenindustrypodcast.com. Mr. Producer will put the link in today's show notes. It's called the pricing matrix, guys. This template, this spreadsheet will definitely help you know your numbers. So you can uh, download the editable, customizable pricing matrix and put it to work for your business today at greenindustrypodcast.com. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.